I don't know if my microphone is working. Yeah, we need a dump button. Yo, yo, yo. That's my cue. Welcome to episode three of the Clay Bin Podcast. Thank you for finding a way to listen. We hope you enjoy. Well, you'll just have to grip it and rip it and then set and then share it with me. Where are you going? Why are you going to the Econo Lodge? The Econo Lodge in College Station. Oh, oh, y'all going to the game? Yeah, we are. I broke down and bought tickets. You know, doesn't feel like every time you buy tickets to an Aggie game, you have immediate buyer's remorse. <sighs> Immediately. Who, who, who are we playing? Kent State. Kent State. Kent, yeah. And I don't care who the opponent is. I, I wanted to go to the game, uh, and I thought that was the best one to take the family to because it's an evening game. and Yeah. It'll be a festive atmosphere, not a whole yeah. lot, not a whole lot of tension. It'll be an easy win. Can leave early. I'm hoping. Probably yeah. at least 35 at halftime. So <laughs> there you go. So you can out. make it to the MSC to buy some shirts before you hit hit the trail. Yeah, and I don't want to get stuck in traffic on the way out. There's just kind of things you think about when you're 41 and going to. An A&M football game. Yeah, that's a good uh, lead-in. You're going to be at A&M for us to just jump ahead and talk about the Jimbo Fisher. Yeah, the Fisher. I mean, it, is there a crack in the foundation? I mean, is there is there more to Jimbo than just a whole lot of money and you know winning nine football games and getting a number four ranking? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say that there was a lot of uh, there's more than enough booster money to go around. And we decided, let's make this guy the second highest paid. We love the way he talks. He wears our hat well. Let's do yeah. this. Yeah, and I want to share a, um, speaking of the Jimbo extension, I want to I share a uniquely Aggie comment I heard today from an Aggie neighbor. Mm-hmm. He said, well, now we have the second highest paid coach, so we better finish number two. I just thought, that that is, I mean, that's the Aggie mentality. We're number. Let's shoot for the stars. Let's go for number two this year. Yeah, let's go for number two. Let's make the national championship and lose. Who's yeah? You know, I don't. I don't have a lot to bad a bad to say about the Jimbo deal. It seems ridiculous that seventy five million wasn't good enough. But I, I I'm sure that a lot of coaches are about to get paid, and we just decided let's just lock them in. Continue to lock them in. All right, I'm gonna go into music bin. Yeah, go ahead and, and go into music. I'm not going to have a lot to say, but I'm going to save my musical bit for a later segment, and you'll okay. you'll know what I'm talking about when we get there. But Okay. But this More than you, Baker, I'm assuming. This is the music moment with Clayton Jones. I'm just going to start by saying that we have a lot of great shows coming up uh, in Dallas. Uh, we have Band of Forces October 5th. Uh, I've got Modest Yahoo uh, in October, and actually, I have the keyboardist for my favorite band, Stick Figure. Uh, his band is coming September 9th. Uh, so it's a big act. There are. I think all three of them are going to Houston. So maybe I can sneak away and we can fit one of those in sometime in October. Oh, you know, we need to come up with a, a makeup date for our, Kurt. Yeah, our Kurt Vile, because that was going to be, when was it? Was that in. Oh, that was your 40th. It was going to be on. 
Yeah, was it like my 40th birthday? It was on yeah. The, yeah. Man, that was going to be so fun. We were going to... Tops off. We were going to paint the town red. With our jeeps. Oh, yeah. We were going to jeep it. <laughs> That's right. That was going to be our first jeep trip. Yeah. Man, the world was such a different place. It really was. It seems like a long time ago. We had such high hopes for life. We did. We still do. Look at us doing a podcast. I know. And did you have any doubt in your mind that this guy was going to be reelected <laughs> at that point? Uh, but I mean, pre-election, uh, pre I thought he was going to win again. Yeah. I did. Yeah. And, and that, I still that, think there's a pretty good opportunity for him to win again. Yeah. And that, that, that will be a good segue into the segment whenever you're ready. I'm ready. Yeah, the, the Trump Twitter our yes. Tr Trump Twitter archive. There's a tongue twister. That was part of the that was timeline. Four fine fresh fish for you, Ben. Yeah. For for coming up with that one. Thank you. And so I just thought we would do a new feature called um, Trump's tweets. Is that what you called it? Yeah. Is it Trump's tweets or are we gonna call it like Trump on Twitter? Trump on Twitter. 57 no yeah nearly 57,000 tweets 56,000 yeah this is over the course of his twitter ship not I, just I, I picked a couple too so i'm gonna let you do yours but man i got a couple okay so you picked a couple i was just gonna i was gonna suggest that we each search a word okay you can see up at the top the trumparchive.com you search a word search for anything Okay. My word, you. I, I do want you to read your tweets, but I'm just going to tell you my word. My word is loser. 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 There. Um, okay. Do my search. Loser. Well, I'm going to read a couple to you just while you're doing this because, good lord, this is great. Okay. I I typed in Coke. Coke. And you may know where I'm going with this one. My very favorite, one of my very favorite tweets of Don's is, I've never seen a thin person drinking Diet Coke. <laughs> that was March 14th, 2013. Oh, what a He loser. goes on to say, people are going crazy with my comments on Diet Coke. Let's face it, this stuff just doesn't work. It makes you hungry. Nobody wants Sleepy Joe's leader, including the radical left which he has lost last night. He disrespected Bernie, effectively calling him a loser. That got um, 167,000 loves. Here's, here's a <laughs> Elizabeth Pocahontas Warren, other than Minnie Mike, was the loser of the night. She didn't even come close to winning her home state of Massachusetts. Well, now she can just sit back with her husband and have a and have a nice cold beer. God, I, I miss this guy. Um, this is from October 28, 2012. Bet Miller talks about my hair. I'm not allowed to talk about her ugly face or body, so I won't. Is this a double standard? Rosie's name makes me nauseous. Seeing her face makes me want, makes me puke. Can't imagine watching her. I like your. Uh... I like your idea to travel back in time. <clears throat> if we travel back to 1991 in a DeLorean, um, are we 
13 or are we our age well no we're our age we're we're like uh, marty going back to 1955 okay are we like a we're like the book 112263 rather than going back to stop the kennedy assassination what are we going back to stop are we going to stop uh, the gulf war well we're going to stop the dissolute the the dissolvement of the soviet union <laughs> i hope not say well it, 1981 because you brought up a lot of good news stories some i didn't think about my you know my thoughts were more basic as i'd go back and right reminisce what the world was like back then um but now now that i look at everything that was going on in 91 i'm not <clears throat> not only do i think it'd be cool to go back in the delorean 30 years but i just wonder is 1991 the biggest year ever yeah yeah, yeah. what didn't happen in 1991? I, I know if you go through and like just read month by month there's a lot of stuff and did you know this is a fun, my fun fact president bush george hw bush who you know successfully launched the attack in iraq declared war in iraq right and basically you know we were there for like a cup of coffee we were in and out in 43 days and in fact it was such a successful <clears throat> war i don't know what you call it invasion that uh in february of 1991 george bush enjoyed the highest ever approval rating for a president only to be outdone by his son 10 years later huh. following 9-11. Yeah, um, that is incredible. He he was on an insane roll. Um, and we know how that story ended, though. We do. <clears throat> it ended with a thud. Father for the father. It did end with a thud. It ended with, uh, I mean, that was the, that was actually, uh, 91 was when Clinton announced uh, his run at the presidency. It was, yeah, a little, known, a little known governor from Arkansas emerges a dark horse who probably never would have won the presidency had Ross Perot not run such a successful campaign as, uh, as a reform candidate. It, it came real slow and sounded like you said dark whore. That that is what I said. Maybe as a Freudian slip. I just want to, uh, in the middle of our episode, give a shout out to our listener in Germany and thank you. Already listened to episode one and two. But uh, I did say I was going to touch on music in this segment. Yeah. Because 1991 was the most important year in the grunge era because that was between, in fact, which is uh, more important, by the way. Which is more. <laughs> It's more important uh, because Pearl Jam's 10 was released in August of 1991, which was 30 years ago, almost to the day. And then within a month, Nirvana's Nevermind. Um, little did we know then how much that would revolutionize alternative rock. Both those albums. Both those albums. And, you know, to this day, I mean, did you think that those would hold up so well over the course of the next three decades. I think it's pretty remarkable. No. Especially as quickly as the grunge era faded. Yeah, in 1991, um, Michael Jeffrey Jordan, 
at age 28, won his first of six NBA titles. Yeah, and that was the same year that uh, Magic uh, came out as HIV positive. Magic, yeah, had to steal this, his thunder with his AIDS. <clears throat> Sorry, HIV, never got AIDS. I was supremely confident, though, that the young core of uh, Sean Elliott, David Robinson, and Rod Strickland would overtake Michael Jordan within a few years. Yeah, was that the year that uh, Rod Strickland passed it behind his back and it got stolen by Clyde Drexler and dunked for the series victory for that was the pre Portland? That was the previous year. Mm -hmm. That was the year I ripped... I ripped my Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart. Some guys have. I ripped my Rod Strickland poster off the wall that year. And he had a Rod Strickland. Uh, I, you know, that was a collectible. You should have done that. I loved him. I loved him. I shouldn't have. That was also the year that I sat in the living room of my great aunt and uncle, and watched the Bills lose another Super Bowl. Or was that the first one they lost? Well, if you're talking about 91, January of 91, yeah, that would have been the first one they lost where they were favorites. Okay. I wasn't in Amarillo. I was in Amarillo for the second one. Okay. Second one, that was the Redskins. Technically, that was the 91 season. So Yeah, you're right. We can, we can use that one. All right. Let's jump back to The Idolatry of God. It's a book we read uh, a while back, but since we got a book club, Let's talk about books. So let's just jump back to that book if you want to, Ben. Because I've probably read three or four like it since. Yeah, I mean, there, yeah, there's several out there like it. Where uh, the, the main, my main takeaway from that one was, you know, we're all looking for this bridge between ourselves and God rather than embracing the separation. You're right. Because oh, yes. you you experience the separation around 18 months where you realize, oh, my God, I'm alone in this world and um you feel you start to feel detached like the world doesn't yes, revolve around you that's where it all starts to that's where it all stems from is that feeling yeah so that's what i got out of that book two years ago okay short and sweet for the book club uh let's go ahead and wrap it up ben another great episode we had good content i want to have a poke you want to have a poke yeah go have a poke you want to have a smoke smoke i want to have a smoke a smoke. I think I have a long haul COVID. I can't imagine trying to smoke right now. Smoke. Fucking heavy. Later. Later. Hasta la vista. Let's see you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our Clay Ben podcast. 